section ninety one of norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the world story volume eight norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles edited by eva march tappan section ninety one the farewell of the greenlanders from the cornhill magazine the time comes when we must leave and all is packing up and good-bye with heron englander every day little deputations arrive to ask us to drink coffee before some hospitable threshold or to take some little farewell dinner one of these kindly acts of hyperborean though by no means frigid hospitality seems worthy of being recorded in these notes as being one of the last of the many acts of good-will and warm-heartedness received from a people whom i can scarcely hope ever to see again samuel was one of the most respectable of the mixed race of greenlanders about our neighbourhood a skilful hunter artificer and maker of many curiosities for which he had found a customer in me he insisted that i should danish fashion take cobbett with him as i saw that the invitation was intended as a special mark of favour and that the refusal would be a mortal affront i complied most gracefully though i had drunk so much black coffee that day as to give me little hope of sleeping at night his house was the ordinary turf mansion situated in a little valley and entered by the usual tunnel the interior was in no way much different from the others except that it boasted a greater variety of knick-knacks a dutch clock a cupboard and several glaring prints of the emperor of the french his empress and a fierce red-faced gentleman whom i had some difficulty in discovering to be intended for albert edward prince of wales of cornwall i was here introduced to samuel's wife and daughter the latter with the softest brown eyes and auburn hair i ever saw both of whom were busily manufacturing articles of household attire on the brecks or general platform which occupies one side of the house and serves the purposes of bed table and chair the house is very warm and i am begged to take off my coat following in this fashion the rest of the family most of whom are in a state of semi-nudity there are many other folks there but they are of the commonalty and beneath the talluit's attention i however notice them patronizingly and they grin from ear to ear by way of reply while the rather lengthy operation of preparing the coffee goes on the family produce their panates to entertain me while the women examine the texture of my coat and scarlet shirt most knowingly samuel shows me his tools and how he uses them his spears and harpoons and alanox and the work-box he made for his wife which does him much credit and some patterns for slippers painted in colours by his little boy who was once one of my particular henchmen but is now dead he himself has just recovered from a long sickness and is very pale he plays a tune on the fiddle and the younger members of his family who have been out gathering blueberries 
dance most joyfully to it he has likewise an accordion he apologizes for it being a little out of tune but he had had to open it to show the children where the sound came from and then the wife who has been a handsome blue-eyed woman in her day for they are of course all of a mixed breed with a woman's curiosity questions me in broken danish and english and eskimo all about my condition in life if i married and how many children and so on and so on and all the gossips are delighted they to my astonishment inquire if i do not come from scotland and on my expressing astonishment at their knowledge of geography samuel produces an ancient map and points out the land of my nativity all this is done leisurely as the cobbit boils and as i sip it in the cleanest of cups they pour in the soft unction of hyperborean flattery and assure me with an air which means even more than the words would seem to express afflete ianlock to lewit you are the good englishman all the inuit eskimo will miss you when you are gone and the little boys will have no one to throw skillings to them now all of us will have sick hearts when you go away to all of which an ancient dame on the farther side of the brecks whom i had hitherto thought only a bundle of sealskins echoes in a voice as if it came out of a mattress yes especially the neviar suik girls and the house echoes with laughter as the joke is apparently thought a good one i grin like the rest as it is explained to me though samuel's daughter blushes crimson for she is apparently the butt of it be it known however that the daughter of samuel bears a highly proper reputation in etlumia and is i am told in a stage whisper at which she again blushes to be the spouse of peter zacharias brood when that young gentleman has finished his new kayak and pastor nielsen has time to unite them in the bonds of wedlock after we have finished our coffee we have blueberries and a glass of schnapps which last is produced with the air of smuggled whisky and when we consider how dearly they all like this beverage the extent of the favour may be imagined when all is over and the autumn sun is getting low i am escorted to the door by the whole family with many good-byes and hopes to see me again next year and take my departure homeward we have a long way yet to go before we meet the stout ship which is to take us to denmark we have to share some snowy nights the hospitality of an eskimo hut but savoury and very warm and to pass miserable days and nights enow in dreary akajaroa snow is falling fast as we leave greenland behind all have some little regrets at leaving it one thinks of the eider ducks and the reindeer another of the glorious glaciers and icebergs like silver castles floating in the summer sunlight on an emerald sea everybody joins in one regret that the free and easy life so novel and so wild is at an end that behind lies life in its wildest aspect before us in its most civilized but also most artificial form end of section ninety one this recording is in the public domain